Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast, where parenthood meets professional development. We'll be covering all things business, flexible, and remote work with kids. I'm your host, Amy Lynch, and I'll be interviewing inspiring guests who've been showing up as their full selves as parents and blurring the lines between their personal and professional lives. Visit mixingbabiesandbusiness.com to join our movement of parents seeking to invest in themselves alongside their kids. Our next guest on the podcast is Carla Briones. Carla Briones is an award-winning Mexican-Canadian serial entrepreneur and a mom of two kids with a passion for helping others succeed in their business journey. She uses over a decade of experience running multiple businesses to mentor, coach, and help new immigrants become successful entrepreneurs in Canada. She works with founders through her company, Carla Briones Consulting, and Invest Ottawa's advisory programming and gives back to her community through organizations including Futurepreneur Canada and WorldSkills. Our conversation is split into three parts. In our second episode with Carla, we talk about how becoming a parent became a catalyst for her starting her entrepreneurial journey, the breakdown she experienced a few years into running two businesses and having two kids, and what she's learned along the way. Let's get into it. Uh, When I became a parent, I was living away from family overseas, and I know that you immigrated to Canada when you were your late teens with your family, right? Correct. Yeah, and you mentioned... Well, when I asked you to speak at one of my first events, you you said that I wish something like this existed when I first started out. Absolutely, yeah. I've had that feedback from so many people that I've that aren't maybe my ideal target audience right now in terms of they don't have a newborn or preschool age kids and they they're not struggling with that finding professional development but not knowing if they can bring their kid, but the speakers like yourself and the established entrepreneurs are just so receptive to it because they felt that isolation too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny because that's that's why I opened my own business. It's because the industry that I was in before was not conducive to having a family. Well, it wasn't that it wasn't conducive. It was just I knew that I would have had to make a lot of sacrifices had I stayed in that industry. So I started the moment I found out that I was pregnant. That's when I said, man, I can't because I was traveling like three weeks out of a month. And that just, you know, I, I remember being seven months pregnant and still being in the air in the airplane and 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 uh, work related travel. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait to not having to do this and actually kind of being permanent in one space and, and being able to raise my family. So for me, like the, the obvious way of doing that was open a business. By opening the business, I was able to create my own environment, create my own, I'm not going to say my own schedule, because I at the beginning, I was a new mom and a new business owner. So my schedule was pretty full. Um, but like, in my office, I had a, a plate pen, and then I would pick up my kid from daycare. And then I would bring her back to the office or to the store. It was a, it is a pet, pet retailer. And I used to like feed her in the back. Uh, sometimes I, you know, if she was sick or whatnot, I could bring her in with me and I could stay close to her while I was, my attention has always been split. Unfortunately, that's sort of like the, one of the, the, the compromises of being a business owner and a mom is that your, your attention is always, always split. And, and then there is a mom guilt and then all of the other things that come associated with that. But, but at the very least I was able to, um, to work around my schedule and determine if I needed to, you know, be at work or not versus having to, you know, like ask for permission or have to tell my boss and all that. 
um, that's that's something that I didn't want to do, and and hence the business <laughs> eventually. I grew up like that, and I don't know any different. So I feel like maybe your daughter knows the different brands of pet food more than most other <laughs> children will, or or how to process a refund request. Who knows? <laughs> I know. You you posted recently about something that your parents said to you about toying with this business idea and being interested in starting your own pet store. And they said, so why don't you? Mm-hmm. Your post was just asking other people, uh, what do you want to start and why aren't you starting it? And what are some things as a new parent and a new business owner that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out, aside from some of the mindset things that your parents challenged you with? Hmm. That it's okay to suck at it both. <laughs> Um, and that it's okay to ask for help. And actually, you know what people did, I think when you're a parent, and when you're of a certain personality, you you only trust or especially when you're a new parent, and when you're a new business owner, um, you baby your your business as if it's a child, because only you can only you knows best and only you can do it. And then you baby your your, your newborn the same way. Uh, when you're type A, right? Like, no, it's only me. I yes. only know how to do it. <laughs> Nobody else knows how to do it. I don't want a nanny. I don't want any. I can do it. I'm the mom. I can breastfeed. Yes, I can breastfeed. And like, I'm crying because I can't. Um, and it's like the, the, it's okay. It's okay to suck at it. And it's okay to, to ask for help. And it's okay to, to make mistakes. And it's okay. It's okay to suck at it. And, and I guess, I guess that the, 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 the way I grew up and also being an immigrant, play a huge part in the not accepting that it's okay to suck at it because for like most of my adult life it was uh, as an as an immigrant it was failure is not an option right because it's survival and there's so much on the line that you can't fail like you can't fail because and maybe it's a mindset thing just because my parents gave up so much, you know, in their late 40s, early 50s to move to a new country to give us a new life that for me, I felt I've been or I still feel a lot of responsibility for their decision and making sure that I give it all I give it my all so that they realize that their sacrifices were worth it. I don't know if I'm making any sense. Mm-hmm, you are. So when I was a you know a new mom and a new business owner at the same time, you know, it's like I kind of I kind of started those two journeys with the same mindset of failure is not an option, and I think that's where that was a recipe, obviously, to disaster. And when my young eldest daughter was four, no five. I had a breakdown because I couldn't do it all. <laughs> I realized that I, and cause I had, I already had a second kid and a second business. Um, and yeah, so I, I realized that I, I couldn't do it all and, and that it's okay to suck at it and that it's okay to fail too. <laughs> when you knew you needed to step away, how did it happen? And was it a sudden thing or was someone, did someone say something to you or did it just get to the point where one day you just, you knew you couldn't get out of bed or you couldn't, do it and how did you change that it's interesting because it was actually it was a combination of many many things so it was a combination of exhaustion it was a combination of a lack of social a social network like I didn't I didn't have friends at all because I moved from Toronto because that's where my career was and then I moved back to Ottawa to start the business so I've been out of Ottawa for a while so I didn't have any friends so my kids and my 
family were my social network and my business was my social network. So there was really no separation between business and pleasure. And it all became very, it was very high pressure. It was a very high pressured um, time in my life where I felt that I needed to, you know, to raise the best kids and have the best business or that good success, succeed in business. And, uh, and at that point as well, I was, I went through a pretty rough time in my marriage. So I think the combination of all of that kind of exploded into, you know, like the utopia that I had in my head that I had to be like this awesome mom involved in all the kids extracurriculars, where in reality, I was the mom that was always late for the kids and that would forget about the playdates and that couldn't take the kids to the birthday parties because I was stuck at work. <laughs> and then the business owner that was like always trying to, you know, making mistakes and, and trying to fix them. And then the, the wife that, you know, had had problems in her marriage. So I think it was just like everything kind of compounded and then just exploded. And there was one day where I just couldn't get out of bed. I was like, I can't do this. And I can't, I just can't, I can't do this. And I remember going to one of my businesses and and just like putting my head down on the counter of the of the store and then my manager was there and she's like are you okay and I'm like I just started crying and I I back then I wasn't a crier because you know like we're not allowed to have feelings um <laughs> and I just started crying and I was like nope I am not okay and you're in charge and that was it those were the last words I told her and I left and I took a year off like I just could not do it and uh and during that year like I did everything that's when I discovered uh me <laughs> I discovered who Carla was because Carla before businesses was Carla the 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 professional right like the, the, the corporate career girl and but then I got married so young so I was also a wife so I, I didn't really like experience who I was on a personal level and then very shortly after I moved to Ottawa I became a mom and then I also became a business owner but there was no essence of who I was and I took that year to kind of discover well, who who the hell is Carla and that's where I discovered yoga and I discovered you know like vulnerability like what feelings <laughs> you thought about those <laughs> uh, I discovered a you know friendships I discovered a whole bunch of things that I I didn't have a, a chance to discover because since I was 18 my life was consumed in failure's not an option so I gave my chance to quote-unquote fail <laughs> have that breakdown and kind of you know tend to my wounds or whatever you want to call them and go through that process of finding out you know Carla the you know, the mid 30 year old woman, who is she and who is she beyond being a mom, a wife and a business owner. So yeah, it was it was sort of compounded. And it took me a while to kind of get out of that funk. And uh, well, not, well, yeah, no, it was a funk. <laughs> I did a lot wow. of work. And, and it's it's a journey that I'm still on. And yeah, so, so th that that year, that year was a, a pretty, a pretty explosive year. And the, the year where where all of the things that I had thought things should be like, it kind of, they kind of came crashing. And it was a huge wake up call for me as an adult saying, no, this is not how they should be. This is just stop controlling and, and just give in and, and lean on it and, and learn from it. How did the, like having to get comfortable with outsourcing and delegating and letting go and all the things that you really didn't want to do, did that prepare you in any way for the past 
year that we've had where a lot of things have been out of our control. Mm -hmm. And I mean, life in general is always out of our control, but we always like to think that there are some elements that we can. Did that experience help you notice any red flags with yourself in terms of wellness or with your business where you decided to consciously step back a bit or with your family, just when you knew you had to invest a bit of time in yourself or to just let go a bit? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that that year, you know, five years ago, that was when I discovered, you know, therapy and discovered yoga and discovered feeling, uh, discovered naming feelings, like naming what I'm feeling. So it's definitely has prepared me to this year. I'm not going to say I'm perfect, but I, I can now recognize the red flags of like, whoo, I'm spiraling, like, that means I need something that means I'm either hungry, sleepy, or I need to get out and, you know, reconnect with nature or whatever makes me feel good. So yeah, in retrospect, definitely has allowed for more self um, awareness and not, you know, not be so frustrated about the lack of control. I still need to control something, right? Let's say that's, so that's my personality. <laughs> so at least the very least that I control every week is my calendar. <laughs> and that's my, you know, my way of controlling stuff. But then again, you know, life happens. And then yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Thanks again to Carla for taking the time to chat with us about how she's evolved as an individual and the work she's doing on herself as a parent and business owner. Our next episode will feature the final part of our conversation, where we're talking about embracing collaboration as a business owner and important resources for newcomers to Canada and those entering the world of entrepreneurship for the first time. Check out Carla and her work at carlabriannis.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your network or leave a review for us. You can access more parent-friendly professional development by signing up to our newsletter on our website at mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. Thanks for listening.